The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. We welcome you back here to Afternoons with Mike on the Shepherd Radio Network. And it's my joy today to have someone as a first timer on my program. Shannon Herring is from Winter Park, and she is uh, very involved in the real estate scene a part of the Christian Chamber. It's how I met Shannon. And here she is today to talk about her story and real estate, all things real estate going on right now. That's what you do. Welcome to my program. Well, Mike, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. It's really great to have you. And again, I know you know a lot of the same people that I get to deal with and have had on my program. People like uh, Mark Goldstein. I know you know Mark very well. And of course, he has his own radio program on The Shepherd as well. And Amy Lloyd, another person that's been a guest here, is yes. a good friend to you. Absolutely. No, Amy and I were, were childhood best friends, grew up, went to high school together. So absolutely. Well, that's wild. Yes. And you, again, grew up in the Winter Park area, right? Yes. Now, I think I read that you moved, your dad moved down to this area from another part in the country, right? Yes, we were, um, we were in the Atlanta area and my dad had some real estate projects going on here and moved to Winter Park in 1987. And he developed uh, real estate as well yes. and had a very well-known area in Orlando that he worked on. Yes, he, he's done some projects here Um uh, Lake um, Orlando, um, the Lake Eola projects, um, Landmark Center One and mm-hmm. Two. He's yeah. worked on. Um, he was a co-developer for Alfond Inn, and um, you know it's it's nice. You know, growing up here now, being a, a mom, having a toddler, when I go around, you know, in Winter Park to have projects that, as a you know child, I'll see. You know. Uh, the Alphon my dad has is his name on there, or, you know, there's shopping centers where, you know, your family has their name on it. And to have a, to have a, a sign, you know, to be a part of the community. And I love having my son grow up here and um, we're very tied in with our church and in the community. And my, um, and you, yeah, you're raised in that church, yes. right? And that would be first Methodist in Winter Park, right? Yes. And and that's really great to have had your mom and dad right there with you growing up. And to have that kind of a heritage is really special. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I know my, um, my sister went to the, the preschool there, and um, both my sister and I were raised in the church. We were, um, my sister was baptized. I went through confirmation at the church, and now my, my son is going through the mm-hmm. early preschool there at the church, so... Um, He's three and a half, right? Three and a half, yes. Yeah, that's a great age. Yeah, you've made it through the terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Um, it's 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 it, it is it's definitely a fun age, and I, it's funny because I'm I'm learning now. My my son is kind of a little bit of a, a backseat driver, and as, ah, as we go yeah. to school in the morning, he's like, "No, mom." Oh, left. Well, by right. three and a half, I mean, they know everything, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having had four, my youngest is, has now crossed the 30 mark. So 
Uh, I, I'm uh, I'm way 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 too old to remember every little aspect of this, but I do remember one thing. I, I say that I really don't think I've forgotten anything. <laughs> it's so great being a parent, but walking through every stage, one thing that I would encourage you is to take and love every stage of your child. You don't wish it away because it goes by way too quickly. It really does. And I am cherishing all of those, all of those moments. I, um, I became a mother later in life and I, um, I've, you know, has been very involved in the corporate world and in commercial real estate. And now that I am a mother, I, I cherish it and I'm involved in a lot of my sons, uh, when he was first born, I did his little my gym groups and baby groups. And mm-hmm. so being involved in his groups as, a, as an infant, volunteering with his school and, and being involved in his activities is, is, is very important to mm-hmm. me because, yes, it, it flies by quickly. It goes by way too quickly. Yes. And I look back and I think, where did the years go? And they've all been fun years. But um, again, if you're out there listening and you're a parent and you're frustrated because you're not over this phase or that phase, hey, hang in there. Love every moment of it. It does uh, go by way too quickly and you can't um, you can't have it back again. So and enjoy it. Enjoy it while you've got it. Shannon, you're in the uh, again in the Winter Park area. And that's I know that you went to school, though. Uh, not in this area. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, so um, I went out to the University of Colorado at, at Boulder. Well, and... The same weather out there as we have in <laughs> Florida. I mean, I can see that, right? <laughs> the same views. Right? You know, uh, well, sometimes I, it's funny you say that because I tell people, I will see you, Boulder. And they're like, oh, Shannon, you must have smoked a lot of pot out of Boulder. <laughs> no, but no, I... Um, no, I did not do that. But um, I no Rocky Mountain highs. No for Rocky Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I really I was I was a very big athlete, and I got very involved in um, cross country running. I did a lot of marathons. Oh God bless you! <laughs> triathlons. Oh my word! Um, but if you the. the the campus for the University of Colorado of Boulder is really, it is one of the most beautiful campuses. Well, I think everything in, in Colorado yes. is, right? It's gorgeous out there. I, I discovered my, my love of mountain biking, hiking. I did do some skiing. I, I will admit that. But um, I, I did enjoy, I um, have always, um, I did an internship with, with Trimble Crow Denver, so was of course you know going to school and turning in, in real estate, but I was out there. And when I did graduate, uh, the year of two thousand one, it was after nine eleven. So I had moved back to mm-hmm. Winter Park to be closer. Yeah, that was a family. that was a really weird time. My son graduated high school in oh one, and I remember thinking about the way the world changed in that moment on that Tuesday morning. It it was really a, a big event. Yes. Yeah. I, I think a lot, it changed a lot of people's lives in that, you know, people were wanting to be closer mm-hmm. to their families for sure. Yeah, for sure. And there were a lot of people that registered for the military after that. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it was really a, uh, a, a life changing moment in our history for sure. But 
Boulder, Colorado. I, I've never been actually in Boulder, but I've been to Denver and uh, a few of the other communities near Denver. Oh, my goodness. I had lunch one day out there right in the Rocky Mountain National Forest and in the park and never having seen Purple Mountain Majesty. I've sung about it, had sung about it all those years, but I had lunch eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with my eyes just staring at the mountains. It seemed like I could have reached out and touched them, but they were across a gorge and then rising up so high and so beautiful. It's like no other place on earth. Well, it really, it's interesting that you say that because I try to, with my family, try to go out to Colorado to to the mountains to, to ski once a year. But I also consider being out in Colorado kind of a spiritual experience because the beauty of the mountains, it's, it's such a spiritual, mm. beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And when I was going to school there, I, you know, I did a lot of running on the, on the trails. And when I would look out onto a trail or a sunset, like you were talking about, or when I get a chance to, to go skiing, um, sometimes my family gets upset with me because I'm a little bit of an adrenaline skier. Oh yeah. And there's, there's a little bit of danger I'll, involved. I'll, well, in I'll go that. out into these bowls. Like I like to do the double blacks, but I will, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, my dad will say in the morning, he's like, don't come home in a body cast, Shannon. Really? <laughs> but I'll I'll stop on the trails and I will I'll take these pictures out in the woods and you can see the sun just shining through the most beautiful way through the mountains and you're way up on the top of this cliff. And it's just these beautiful images and it's just dead silence. Wow. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. And there's there's no cell phones, there's no emails, you're completely just cut off. And it's it's very spiritual for me. Well, you gotta be praying when you're going down a double black. I, I, <laughs> I, I think that if there's anything that's gonna make one pray, it's gonna be that. Yes. I, I, I can't imagine, I've not gone down a double black, but I went down a black, and I might add, Shannon, I didn't ski down it, I fell down that oh, mountain. Oh goodness. Yeah, yeah, it was not a good sight. Uh, I, <laughs> my friend who talked me into going down that, I was a novice skier. For, in fact, I, that might have been the very first day I'd ever gone skiing. And um, he said, oh, it's it, it's it's great. Well, it turns out it was a black mountain. And um, I, I literally did. I thought I thought my life was over. It was it was that. So for you to go down a double a double black in Colorado, I've got all sorts of respect for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> when you say I'm an athlete, I believe it. That That is for sure. So you're out there all through your college years, yes. graduate back to Winter Park and where there's not the mountains and we don't have the snow and we don't have any of those things. But boy, we have a lot of other wonderful things in this area. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So, uh, you know, this this interest in real estate, how early on, with your dad being in real estate, how early on did you think, hmm, this is going to be my path too? Mm. Well, it's, it's funny that you asked that. I have a lot of great stories. Um, so as early as I would go to work with my father, I was interning with his companies in high school and I come from a, a background of, of real estate. So my, my grandfather was in real estate. Mm-hmm. My dad um, 
He has, you know, was president of St. Joe, a regional developer for Trimble Crow, and now is, you know, has his own development company. But I think having that background, I knew that I wanted to go into real estate and that it was a passion for me. And I find myself now, if I'm if I'm doing a showing, there's times where my son will go with me and he will be digging in my purse, trying to pull out business cards and do his own thing and take over my showings. So um, I it was from a young age. Um, I remember my grandfather teaching me how to play Monopoly at age six, and I I was like, oh, I I I think I'm I'm really into this. So. Um, I really, I grew up in the industry, did internships in, in college. And once I came back to Winter Park, I started with Cushman and Wakefield, Usler Development, and was working on more of a national um, look perspective mm-hmm. and did a lot of development projects. Mm-hmm. And we now, um, our family has their owns their own local company. And so doing the projects that we do... Um, it has been a very exciting thing to be a part of. And I know you know our good friend, John Crossman. Yes. yes. That's really great. <laughs> and Were you there when he spoke to the chamber a couple months back? Yes. And hearing John s- speak, just kind of pulling things all, all together. Um, John had worked with my dad right out of college, out of Florida State, and I had interned with with him when I was in high school. So John is a very close and dear friend of, of our family. And um, so it's it's always nice to to be able to, mm-hmm. to see John. You know, before um, at, at, well, with the time we've got left in this segment, I know that you're a single mom. Yes. And you mentioned having this uh, this wonderful little kid. I think his name's Lane. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it, it, I know that anytime you have a single mom, a single parent, it, it's a difficult situation, but you seem to have just been able to make this thing with being a single parent, part of your life and part of the fun of your life. I really like what I've seen. In fact, you and Lane are featured recently in a uh, couple of years back, I guess, uh, in a, in a publication in Winter Park, right? Yeah, so well, that, no, that's nice of you. We were we were on the cover of a Winter Park um, Neighbors magazine, but um, my son is absolutely everything to me, and I feel blessed to to be a mother. Not everyone is is able to be a mom. I actually I went through um, IVF. I was I was married for five years. And then I found myself going through a divorce mm-hmm. <laughs> while I was was pregnant, and um, it's one of those tough things that happens. And, uh, and yet, you have you've maneuvered through that. Yes, yes, uh, uh, absolutely. So and I'm it, grateful to be where I am. Tell a, a little bit about how meaningful it is to go through a difficult time and have the Lord, that's got to be a game changer, right? Having the comfort of coming to the Lord to pray when you're going through a rough time. Yes. Well, I have always, always been a strong Christian, and I have felt that I have had God in my life, but I don't think I have ever felt 
stronger to the Lord than when I was um, in the middle of my divorce mm-hmm. and three months pregnant. Um, it, it, it was a, a very scary time because, I mean, my, my whole life I had grown up in the church. Our whole family went to sun, church and Sunday school every day, and I felt very a part of, like, I knew God. But then when I felt that uh, I, uh, the, the health of my, my baby, I'm talking to a, I'm in a, in a divorce. I felt very emotional. And, I, and then I fell on the floor crying in my dog bed, holding my golden <laughs> retriever. That's why you had a beautiful golden retriever. It yes, still do. I have a golden retriever named Luke and I was very hormonal. It could have been the, the pregnancy hormones kicking in there. And um, so I think that when we find ourselves most vulnerable and at our weakest, that is when God reaches out to us. Mm-hmm. And he, he definitely reached out to me at that time because I needed someone to lift me up. And it's kind of similar to... I love the poem footprints mm-hmm. in the sand. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, um, this is another kind of a segue. I'm, I'm very close to my grandfather. I call him Poppy Lane, my mother's father, David Lane, who my ah, son. And there's the son's there's name. My, right? There's my yeah. son's name. And that we used, we used to walk together on the beach and he used to say that poem to me. And we used to talk about a story and at that time, when I had crumbled on the floor, I could literally feel mm. God lifting me up. He's picked you up and, and he's going to carry you through. And he really was. He was carrying me through. Yeah. My guest today is Shannon Herring, and uh, she is uh, a real estate person in Winter Park, Florida. We're going to be back with Shannon coming up in a moment. Take a quick break. We'll see you on the other side. This is Afternoons with Mike. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144. Or visit ecwaters.com. If you've considered the natural beauty of a wood floor, then go with a winner. Ability Wood Flooring has been a trusted source and family-owned and operated since 1950. Ability Wood Flooring is voted best of the best and are featured on A&E's Zombie House Flipping. Ability proudly works with Florida's top builders, winning many awards in the Parade of Homes. Get a free design consultation today. AbilityWoodFlooring.com Afternoons with Mike here. I am so happy to be with you today, Mike Gilland, along with my guest today, Shannon Herring from Axis Realty. And uh, we're going to be talking in this segment a little bit about uh, what she does. And before we get to that, though, I want to go back one more time with just this whole discussion that we were having about your being a single mom. And there are so many things about being a single mom, a single parent, whether it, it, it could be the guy's 
who are raising their children. But there's something that uh, is quite unique about uh, a, a person that is in that scenario, the desire to be involved and to be a help to other people just like them. And that's something that you do. You, you're very involved in, in an awareness of other single parents. Well, thank you for, for bringing, bringing that up because I think when I was, uh, you know, three, four months pregnant and in that state of, of where I was, um, I, the first thing that I did was reach out to my pastor, my close friends Mm -hmm. and family. And sometimes when people are in a state of of shock, sometimes they they clam up and they don't do that. And there are some very close friends who they know who they are, and I'm not going to say who they are, but I will forever and always be grateful to them i had a a very good friend that encouraged me to go to a a women's bible study at northland and i went like no i don't want i don't feel like doing this and she's like no you're gonna make friends you're going to do this and i had another very good friend who was passing on uh baby clothes and and furniture and I was just so moved by the things that people in the community were were doing and what I was going through that I have really learned to pay it forward mm-hmm. by this experience. And now I have there's a there's a part of me that I am always getting baby clothes and furniture and toys to try to help other single mothers and do what I can because I I think it's important and if you are going through something to have the confidence to talk to your pastor or talk to who you need to talk to and to not stay alone. Mm -hmm. Not staying alone is so important. Yeah. You know, for any any person, whether or not they're a single parent, they could just be a single. Uh, Our culture right now is really training people in many ways because of the internet, because of people uh, watching things through streaming, maybe not even necessarily going to a Sunday service since the pandemic. Uh, That I think is dangerous too. I think that we uh, can get into an isolation that is very dangerous. For a single parent, it can be devastatingly dangerous. But I am so grateful that for those friends that you had that encouraged you to get out and get in these Bible studies, it really made a difference, didn't it? It it, it did. And um, I don't know whether it's in our society, if there's a, a stigma of, um, I mean, I just remember like, oh my, you know, I, I, I wanted to, to be at home or with my, my infant and not go out. And then, you know, people brought meals and embraced mm-hmm. me. And I, it took a little while for that confidence to build. And, you know, women go through postpartum. There's a lot of a multitude of things that go on, but I think it's very important for us to support those people with open arms. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be who I am today mm-hmm. without, and I'm getting emotional, without my family, my church, 
my uh, my close friends and I am very grateful to the Lord and all of those people. Well, it's a beautiful thing to see a person come through a difficult scenario, a difficult experience, get on the other side, and they're making it, they're strong in the Lord as you are, and it's encouraging. And I think anyone who's going through it, sometimes people stumble onto programs like this when a guest is on talking about something that they can completely relate to. And it's like where they are living. And it's almost like, Shannon, you're reading their mail. Uh, that's <laughs> what it feels like to them. What you're talking about feels so much uh, similar to what their experience is. And then they hear uh, what you did to make a difference, what happened to you to make a difference. It gives inspiration and hope. Well, no, that thank, thank you. That means a lot. Well, I really mean it. I think it's, uh, I, Shannon and I were talking about in a uh, moment before we began this program, how in the church, we're all, we're all broken. We are people who are in need of the Lord. Some are single, some are married and, and broken. And they, we all need the Lord. We all need everything that, that he has given us in the word uh, to meet our need. We, we can't make it without him. Not really. We, a dangerous thing is to think we can, but we cannot make it without the Lord. So it is great to, to hear how that, again, even little Lane is getting his uh, early years watching his mom doing some pretty cool things working. Yes. Well, um, you're, you're kind of shooting a couple of light bulbs off in my head right now as we're, as we're, as we're talking, but no, we, we do need the Lord in so in so many ways, and as I became more involved, and you know, got as my son involved and in preschool, and mm -hmm. got back involved in work and and the community. We were talking about Amy earlier. She had brought me into the Christian Chamber, which has been amazing for for me to to be involved in. I look forward to our monthly luncheons. I've, Those are so much fun. I love seeing everyone, yeah. and I'm really excited about our, our expo coming up, but I've made such great relationships and contacts. But I think if you're going to invest your time into an organization, you it has to have meaning and um, also mean something to mm -hmm. you. So agree with you. 100%. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, that this uh, expo that you're referring to is drawing people in not only from Central Florida, but really around the world, because it's the US Christian Chamber. Now, uh, it started off with just being Central Florida, and now it's grown. And uh, their, their efforts are being made for other chambers and other cities, following what is successfully happening in Orlando. And Crystal Park, uh, Crystal Parker is on my show pretty regularly, and uh, we keep up with what's going on. Of course, Mark Goldstein has a program called The Shepherd at Work, and it is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber, who is putting together this amazing expo coming up in October. And uh, along with great speakers, they're bringing in a music artist, Mac Powell from Third Day. He's oh, going to wow. be something. It's going to yes. be really great. No, I mean, the, compared to what they did Last year's expo was amazing, but now they're really taking it to uh, three levels up, right? Three levels up. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be held at First Baptist and you can go uh, online to, to uh, just Google U.S. 
Christian Chamber, and it will take you right to the website, and you can find out information about being involved with that. Coming out, because you can go to uh, some of the expo. I think the expo uh, part is free, where people can come and check out the the vendors that are set up. And uh, we're going to be there. I'll have uh, I'll be on broadcast row there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So come by. And we'll say hello. This is great. Shannon Herring is my guest. Again, she's with Axis Realty. How did you get involved with this particular company? So I have been now, it's been a little bit over a year. It's a it's a family-based um, company. So our broker of record is Amina Manji. Our uh, chairman is my father, Frank Herring. And we uh, the building was purchased uh our address is right there. We're at 18 North College Avenue, and it, it's in Winter Park. It's well, it's actually it's in Eatonville. Oh, is it? And uh, it's right around the corner from yeah, you. It's real close <laughs> very, to us. Very close. Yeah. But you, you should come over. I'd love to give you a tour of the office. So much is is going on. Um, we are we love where we're located. We have the Hungered for Project going on, and it is we have really fallen in love with the community and it is just a really it's it's really evolving we have on our porch we have um, Amina does guided meditation and yoga and I think just embracing where you're you're located I'm I'm getting off on a tangent I'm talking about axes we are what you would call a um, a boutique firm. So mm-hmm. we have residential, we have commercial, we have development um, on our residential. All three areas. We, we have all three areas. Mm-hmm. We do multifamily. But as far as um, like what, what, how has my business maybe helped other businesses? I have really focused on the the tenant buyer rep side and. During the um, the pandemic, I have I've seen some interesting transactions, and I've seen entrepreneurs and business owners take some risk that have just been very impressive to see what these um, businesses have have done, and I mm-hmm. think they're signs of of inspiration. So there was one business, uh, ceviche mix. So they were operating out of a farmer's market and they had three different locations and this was right in the middle of the pandemic i was able to help them get their first brick and mortar location and to see tenants that are taking these kind of risk was very enlightening um another example i had a a hair salon she was renting a stall within a mm-hmm. salon and I helped take her through the SBA process where small business administration. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of tenants are not um, aware of that where you can put, if you occupy more than uh, 60% of a building, you can put 10% down on a loan. And so she purchased her own salon right over here in Maitland and so this was done um now she owns her own building mm-hmm. and that was done two years ago so that was um with the hair salon 
And then, um, not just, I've got two, two other examples here. Um, I had a children's gym that was, they were about, um, out of Virginia, there were a lot of businesses that were moving into the Florida market. Um, New England area, California. Yeah. This one was out of Washington, D.C. Can't understand why they'd want to go to Florida, <laughs> right? Be in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, so this was nice to um, help them move in. It wasn't into Orlando. This was right outside of Tampa. Mm-hmm. But he was a former Olympic trainer who was able to relocate. It was 17,000 square feet. His business is thriving, doing very well. And I think one of the most exciting and interesting deals, um, it's called Peaberry Institute. And they are outside of Homestead. Mm-hmm. And the CEO, South Florida. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the CEO is Marion Carberry. And they're getting ready to open up their Orlando location. And they are going to be having medical assistants, nurses. They're right over by the Florida Mall. They're on Orange Blossom Trail. But all of these businesses were taking risk during the the pandemic and growing during this market. And um, I love working with these, these business owners and tenants and helping them grow their businesses. Yeah, that's part of the fun, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, you get to see people... Uh, like you said, start to thrive. Yes. And that's something that can happen when they get in the right scenario. We know that real estate can be complex. Uh, It doesn't work well in every story, but boy, when it works well, it it, uh, is wings to that business. And they get in the right location, the right place, the right scenario, everything works. Yes. It's, It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And seeing, you know, the right model, you know, there's been franchises where they're like, Shannon, we've done well with these locations. Help us go to another city. And to see that happen, mm-hmm. it's a it's a very satisfying thing. And to have those repeat clients come back to you, um, I I like to see the, I, I love working with those businesses. It's a lot of fun, I'm sure, to get to do what you're doing. And again, you mentioned, you referenced this earlier, you were featured in the, was it Neighbors? Is that the name? Winter Park oh, Neighbors? yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I believe, in 2020, right? Yes. So it, I, I think that's still available online. It can, yep. <laughs> so people, if you'd like to do a little deeper dive and see some gorgeous pictures uh, of, of her family there, there and friends, uh, you can just Google that and it's called winter park neighbors. Yes. All right. Shannon Herring is my guest today. Shannon, we've got just a a few moments before we take another break, uh, going back to Axis and this boutique, which really sounds like a neat, uh, real estate company that does all three, both development, uh, residential, as well as commercial. Uh, how can people find out more information? Well, we would love for you to check out our website. So please um, take a look at www.theaxisrealty.com. www.theaxisrealty.com. And uh, you can find out more. Shannon Herring is my guest. We'll be back with her for one more segment. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike. Are you looking for the right franchise to open your own business? 
Green Flag Franchise has the experience and knowledge to help match your business plan with your goals and values. Is your business ready to become a franchise? Green Flag Franchise will help you explore the potential and benefits of franchising your existing company. For a free consultation and coaching, visit GreenFlagFranchise.com. That's GreenFlagFranchise.com. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. Turning 65 or already on Medicare? Have you tried to compare Medicare supplement plans? Are you sick and tired of the awful TV commercials where washed-up football players confuse you even more? Speak with a licensed independent insurance agent today. Call 407-965-4166 now. Or visit Affordable One Insurance in Winter Park, Florida and discuss what is important for you. Be sure to ask us about dedicated senior medical centers. Back for segment three with my guest, Shannon Herring from Axis Realty. Uh, Shannon, a longtime Winter Park resident, really now not only growing up in the area, but uh, doing her work and uh, showing homes and businesses throughout the Winter Park area. We mentioned her being featured on a publication, uh, one of these beautiful, colorful publications that came out called Winter Park Neighbor. And that was in 2020. Uh, And anyone who's in the real estate business right now, they have to be watching the news really daily with this thought, like what in the world is happening next? Uh, The Fed's just uh, raising up interest rates again. I think that's the third, I believe, three in a row of of, uh, three quarters of a point increase. So things are changing now, whether or not you're a commercial real estate buyer or you're a residential, uh, maybe a couple looking for a home that you could own. Things are changing, aren't they? They are. Yeah. No, I, you know, really, I'm just dealing on the commercial end, but I, you know, our office, my partner deals with residential and I, um, seen the trends on both the commercial and residential. So um, my son was on a, a playground date over the weekend and I was talking to a mother who was in Baldwin Park and literally um, they had a home just below million dollars. So in Baldwin Park, their home was purchased at, for 567000 2016 and then in 2022 they sold it just below 1 million wow (laughs) almost doubled so it's a four four three thousand square feet that's not normal Mm. not so and then our our children are the same age and they go to the the my gym class and um i'm going to kind of segue into to real estate and and children here because (laughs) also as as a single mother my my friends are i i do i do a lot of kind of networking and and business at Mm -hmm. at my uh, sometimes i'm at a baby class and um i'm at my gym and this deal that i had done for seventeen thousand square feet i'm talking to a nanny and she's like 
oh, I've got a client that's in, in Washington that needs space down in Tampa. And that was how I had mm-hmm. done that deal. So I'm one of those mothers that I'm like, I'm, I'm networking. Well, you never know where a good deal is going <laughs> to come I from, go. right? <laughs> yes. It can so happen anywhere. That was kind of a funny little story, but I'm like always going to all of my son's classes and talking mm-hmm. business. But back to trends. Yeah. Um, so on the commercial side, what I'm finding is our market is is saturated. So everyone wants to be in Orlando and we have got businesses that are coming out of the Northeast in California and they're all cramming our market. So there's not enough room for everyone. And this has all happened during the pandemic. And it's a lot of, and it's, I'm, what I'm seeing on the, I'm going to just kind of focus on the retail side right now because our current businesses that are here are calling me and then I get a lot of corporate relocations. So let's look at this from two different sides because I have a kitchen and bath company that called me and said, Shannon, how did my rent go up from $18 per square foot to $24 per square foot overnight? So what has happened is a lot of these shopping centers, they are, they're, they're selling and they're going up in value. How you see that the homes going up, mm-hmm. the shopping center, everything's going up. Shopping's are, shopping centers are selling. So now you have new owners. So now these, these rates are going up. You've got new businesses coming in from the West coast, coming in from new England. So all of these rates that are here locally are going up and the current businesses are getting pushed out. And so I I had done a, a newspaper interview with the OBJ and I termed it, imagine musical chairs. And there's not enough um, chairs for all of these current businesses. And then you've got these businesses coming in from two different directions and the music stops. So it, it's like a perfect storm because mm-hmm. the music is gonna stop and then where are they going to go? And then also their rent all of a sudden overnight is up by 30%. So I'll be on tours with a client. And if we find something and they're like, it's available now, but I don't think this space will be available tomorrow. And I said, we need to write a letter of intent today. And I'm really serious about it because that's how quickly spaces are going. Mm -hmm. And when they go that fast, I mean, you've, you're right. The Orlando is really kind of just full right now. There's so many people moving in. Now, a lot of the people that are coming down from New York, from uh, the Northeast, or even from California, they're used to prices that even though we're seeing values here jump up, they're a lot higher than they once were. They're still a bargain to but these yes, people in the Northeast. Our prices are a bargain. And some of them are coming in with cash and yes. they buy these things. So you're exactly right. I mean, everything that I'm hearing, if you like a piece of property, you better move on it quickly. Yeah. And, and we do not have enough inventory. So another interesting story, I was working with an electrical contracting company out of California. This was the Davidson area. So they needed, this was on the industrial side, the 20,000 square feet of warehouse. So the CEO was looking for a five to $6 million home in mm-hmm. Winter Park. Couldn't does, find does it. Does not exist. 
Oh, wow. This doesn't exist. Now, first of all, I can't even comprehend uh, wanting I'm to like, buy. Oh, well, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah, a five or six million dollar house and I can't find one. I, I do a lot. It's, it's interesting because I have a lot of the residential agents and they'll call me and they're like, hey, Shana, I'm not the CEO. We're looking for a house. Hey, you need to do the commercial side. So mm-hmm. it's nice when I when I, I'm very happy when I get those kind of calls. So the problem with that deal was they couldn't find the house. So the CEO ended up moving into Jacksonville. Hmm. I'm still looking for the warehouse space, but that's another scenario of lack of inventory for those kind of homes in Winter Park. Um, but that's what that's what I'm seeing. So basically, uh, builders can't really keep up with the, you know, this is kind of a potential catch-22 situation because a lot of times in difficult times, Builders who were overcommitted in a building process, they get stuck when all of a sudden the bottom falls out of the market. That's not happening right now. No. We, they just can't. <laughs> they just can't keep up with enough new building, enough new uh, space that's available to keep up with all of the influx of people. Right. And does it look like there's any change in that in the near future? Well. I mean, we, you will see what's going on with the news with with the rates. When is the yeah? When is that going to bottom when out? When is that going to bottom out? And yeah. that can be be scary if you're looking at your retirement. It's, Actually, what we should <laughs> say is when is it going to top out? Top out. <laughs> yes. No. We we are definitely in in crazy times. Um, I have. I remember. You know, there's ebbs and flows. And watching, like, through working throughout, there's been cycles in real estate. I've watched, like, we had the 2011, 2010, we had that big Oh, the crash? Crash. Oh, that was in 08 to 10. Yeah. You know, right Mm -hmm. there. We had right there to 08. And then now, we're right now, we're climbing high. But how high can we go before, I mean. Yeah. Well, I know I lived through 1979 when uh, interest rates went up to 21%. Now, imagine that, home interest rates at 21%. Literally, nobody in Indiana, where I was living at the time, they were not buying anything. They couldn't buy anything. The amount of uh, money just for the interest alone was astronomical. And a lot of businesses were going literally out of state, just like they're doing right now, uh, to finding other areas. Right now, the recipient state is Florida. In that year, it was Houston, Texas, where the, the really the only builders. So people who were in construction were having to move to Texas wow. to work. They just couldn't get a job because nobody was building anything with interest rates at 21%. So that's a tough thing. And I pray, oh my goodness, it would be awful to think that we could ever rise even above 10% again, but we're, we're heading right now, uh, upper, upper single digits anyway, right now. Well, and that's another thing you were saying, how Florida is a recipient on the development side, you know, you see a lot of these, you know, whether it's multifamily, um, commercial builders, there's a, a shortage of, when projects are bid out, it is very expensive to mm-hmm. for them to get their supplies 
to do these projects, it's much more expensive. Much more. I mean, the cost of wood. Yes. And then you've got like what you mentioned, the supply chain problem that's there. Uh, A lot of times the raw materials needed for a building, they're not even available. Yeah. Or they're held up. Or if they are available, like you said, very expensive. Mm -hmm. And that uh, jacks everything up price-wise too. So this is a difficult time. I'm sure somebody's making a lot of money during this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me, but, <laughs> but I'm wondering how in the world they're doing it. And uh, God have mercy upon us uh, because it, it doesn't look like this is going to go the other direction anytime soon. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, because things are only amping up in these states where we're talking about people leaving. People are still leaving the Northeast. They're leaving California A lot of them are settling in states that are more conducive and welcoming, like Florida and Texas. Those states are growing right now. Yes. And we thank God, as sometimes we hear the expression, the free state of of Florida. (laughs) I'm glad we're free. I'm glad we're still doing well. We have a governor who's pro-growth, pro, uh, really good pro-value. Yes. and, And I'm grateful for that. So this is a, a tough time, and I know that you guys are working to stay up with the trends, to stay up with what's available. Uh, it's just like something's going to have to break soon, huh? Yes. Yeah, I hope it does. And it's really been great having you here. Shannon, give us the address one more time for how people can get in touch with Access Realty. Yes. So uh, www theaxisrealty.com and thank you again for for having me on this is this has really been a pleasure well it's really been great to have you here learn about uh, you and lane and this uh, fine young man that he is and we wish you the very best uh, in uh, all the things that uh, is going to be happening in the next couple of years real estate wise and my goodness we could all be uh, looking at a lot of change in the next couple of years. Shannon Herring, again, my guest today. Thank you. And friends, always, thanks for joining me here on Afternoons with Mike.